Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Long Haul Podcast. <laughs> it's Liz and Vito. And so far, we're alive. We are alive. What do you think, Staying babe? Alive. Do you have the Staying coronavirus? Um, I don't think that I do. I might have it. You might have it. <laughs> I really might. No, baby, don't. No, I might. I have like I've had a headache the last couple of days, and I like I don't know. I was queasy the other morning because you're having like sympathy symptoms because i've had a headache for three days dude i forgot that you were pregnant and i was laying on the floor with hutch just now like Mm -hmm. two minutes ago i looked up at you and you had your pregnancy pants and i was like oh oh yeah liz is pregnant i'm not wearing pregnancy pants i'm wearing regular pants you got leggings on or something i'm wearing leggings oh well what's on your stomach then well you have like a shirt underneath your sweatshirt yeah just a shirt oh oh babe those come up way past your belly button. These are my regular workout pants. Oh, I thought they were your pregnancy pants. pants. Regardless, listed. I forgot you were pregnant. Yeah, well, turns everybody, out. I look pretty pregnant. Turns out you are. Almost 17 weeks. That's crazy. Are there any effects on pregnant chicks with the coronavirus? So far, there's really not enough data. But they did say that um, it doesn't cross... The virus doesn't, like, no pregnant people have died, and it had, like, the virus doesn't cross the placental barrier, so it's They never, know for sure? Yeah. Cool. So far. So. It's a weird time, man. I feel like we're living worried. in a movie. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about a little bit about how we are preparing for the coronavirus at home. But before we get into that, last week's episode which we're going to get guests on to talk about, but I have a lot of feedback for you. We're going to get guests on? We talked about getting guests on to talk about apologizing to your kids. All right. A lot of feedback. A lot of feedback. Hey guys, love the pod. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, Just listening to today's and your discussion about apologizing to your kids. And I agree with Liz that it is a good practice to have with your kids. We recently entered the stage where we apologize to our three and a half year old. 99% of the time I'm apologizing for losing my patience or speaking in a tone of voice that I don't think is appropriate to my kiddos. It's not a big to do, but if I yell and she tells me you're hurting my feelings, I give her a quick apology. I think it's important because if we're telling her we don't speak like that in our family, we don't feel like we can be acting like that without circling back and apologizing. She also went through a phase where it was very hard for her to apologize to friends. So I wanted to make sure that I was modeling it for her. I hope that puts it into context a little bit from a fellow parent. I'll keep going. Next one, Vito and Liz. I just finished listening to your podcast episode where you discuss apologizing to your kids. I have a year and a half year old daughter who only says a few words, so it's hard to communicate with her through rules and reasoning. There have been times that I am not having a good day myself and have yelled during situations where I know yelling wasn't the right thing to do because I was dealing with my own struggles. In those situations, I definitely apologize to her to let her know that it was not okay for me to show anger to her due to my mindset and attitude I was in that day. I think it's very situational, but I also think it will happen more often than you may think. Thanks for your podcast. I enjoy I enjoyed this episode and found myself agreeing to all the things you both want to instill in your children. Oh, from Aaron. Cool. Another one. <laughs> I usually don't voice my opinions at all. I've listened to the 
uh, to every long haul podcast, but this one got me. Sorry, Vito, but Liz is totally right this week. Certain situations do need apologies, not all the time and certainly not often enough to undermine your parenting, but you'll feel the need to say that you're sorry more than you would think. Also, you totally are misunderstanding God. He did not lose his temper and make bad things happen. He caused bad things to happen because of our sins. He had no reason to apologize because he is perfect and omnipotent. God did not sin. That is why Jesus could be the sacrifice for our sins because he was perfect. We as human, as human parents are not. Thank you for your podcast. There was somebody else too. I wish I could find it. Somebody else who also said that I was right. <laughs> so, <laughs> just. Aren't you a happy camper? Yeah basically thank you everyone for validating me yeah no i um in my rightness i'm interested to see you know what comes up for us it's 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 just interesting how um by getting married you know you're you're bringing two lives together and we're so easily caught up in our own bubble yeah for sure and i was raised by immigrants and it's just different yeah um and we were also like be seen and not heard Mm -hmm. you know and i definitely i definitely understand the apologizing thing i i get it i get where everybody's coming from um so i'm totally not not opposed to it at all. It's just so foreign to me. Like your family. Like my family. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. And I don't know if it's like immigrant thing because I'm thinking about my my buddy Nav, who his parents are Indian, but yeah. they're immigrants, and it's like that would never happen. It 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 could just be a cultural thing, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure. So it's just very new to me. I'm open to it. I'm sure I'll apologize to my kids. It's not, you know, not like, oh, I'll never apologize. I'm always right. I'm the head of the household. So the thing, it's not that at all. It's just so foreign to me to think that, you know, I mean, we talked about it last week, but yeah. Yeah. It's it's awesome that people are relating and, you know, writing in and seeing different perspectives and everything. That's why this, I mean, that's why I love this podcast because not only do we get to intentionally have an hour to ourselves every week, yeah, but also we're in this community together, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess we're the heads of the community because we talk, but the the stuff that I've learned from the people who write in is super beneficial. Yeah, for sure. And hearing stories and about And we love how, the feedback. For, yeah. Like, we love hearing if you guys agree with us or disagree with us or if you have another perspective because... We don't claim to be experts. We are not experts. Well, no, I mean that, that, so. that's the whole thing too. Is you know, we've committed our lives to each other, and we know that it's going to be ups and downs, and highs and lows, and whatever. And the fact that we can share that with you guys, and you guys can share yours with us, and that we can do this together mm-hmm. and support each other through this together. Yeah. So this, this, yeah, it. This is probably something that is going to be something that comes up in our future, yeah, for you sure. know, a ton. So it's awesome that we have a huge community that can 
help walk us through <laughs> yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Um, and explain things in a different way as well and be like, well, I see what you're saying, but when I apologize, it, it more looks like this or sounds like this. It's yeah. not undermining. Yeah. The other person who wrote in, she was talking about how her kids are grown. and um, See, that's different. No, but now she's saying it like with her daughter and like her kids. Not like she was saying that her kids are all grown now, but when they were growing up, she had to apologize oh, as a parent. Okay. Not okay. now. Um, yeah, I was going to say, because as, as parents of grown kids, I, I, I've noticed that as you become an adult, like your relationship with your parents become more of friendships and like confidants than looking at, like I look at my dad still for, to be a father and a leader and a role model, but really I'm looking to him as, Hey, you know, I don't need you to be my dad anymore. I just need you to be like, not a friend, but somebody who can help guide me, like almost like a coach or something, you know? Yeah. So it's a different dynamic, mm-hmm. but uh, like, I don't need him to discipline me, but I need him to be like, yeah, like you're doing okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. Um, I, uh, I was cracking up today. Uh, Brooke and I were talking about. I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, Um, but just kind of like differences in family and all of that. I think we were talking about our own family and how different even within our own family it is like Nikki and Brian are way different than Corinne and Buddy and Brendan and Tammy. So like all my siblings families are very different. Um, And so we were kind of talking about that, how like you can kind of come out of the same house and things are different. And so we're talking about different families. And then I was telling her, I'm like, yeah, I was like, our family, though, like in general, even though it's so different, our family is so chill and relax and not really people to like question a lot of things, I guess. And so and my family's used to a lot of different things. Like I have a cousin living in Malawi with her five kids in Africa who had all home births and whatever. And my family's like, cool. Like they're used to weird things. What? <laughs> no, was, your family definitely takes things as they are. Yeah. Where my family is very much like, no, it's going to be, or why? I feel like my family asks why more. All the time. Right. Right. It's like, if I'm like, oh, we're going to do this. My family is like, cool. Your family is like, why? Right. But it's not why as in like you're that's not the right thing to do. It's why he's fine. It's why like we just want to know more. Yeah. And then we want to know how we can make it better. Right. Right. You know, but Where your family's just like, oh, okay. So then we were talking the other night. So then Brooke and I started laughing because then you guys talking shit behind my back. No, I'm telling you right now. Okay. <laughs> we weren't talking crap. Um, but we, I said, you know, I said like the other night when we were all sitting together and I said, I think I'm going to do cloth diapers and your whole family laughed in my face. They and did said, not laugh like, in your Oh, <laughs> good luck. We can't wait to see that. That's <laughs> not what happened. Yes, it is. Oh my and like God. I told my sister on the phone and my mom and they're like, oh, cool. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm going to do cloth diapers and they're like, oh, cool. That'll Guys, be interesting. That is not at all what happened. And your family's like... <laughs> 
That's not at all what happened. Yes, it is exactly no. what happened. So that's not what happened, first of all. Second off, then you got upset and said... I didn't get upset. And I got, said, you, you guys upset. judge me so you, much. You this upset. is why I don't tell you anything. So <laughs> my family is very open, So which I love that you know you were able to be like, this is why I don't tell you guys anything. And then we... <laughs> which is a lie because they know everything. <laughs> right. But so you took it the way you took it. And then you said... This is why I don't tell you guys anything, which is not true. We, You tell them everything. And then my dad goes, well, we did cloth diapers. My dad tried cloth diapers. So he's like, I don't think, he even said, I don't think you're crazy. He said, but we tried it and it is almost impossible. And then, and then you explained, well, cloth diapers are different now. And then you showed him and he's like, oh, this is totally different. Yes, this is 100% doable. And then we worked out, well, how can we make this possible? Because you have to rinse off the diapers. So they're like, oh, well, you're remodeling. So when you remodel the mudroom, just make sure you put a hose in there that has a nozzle. You could spray it off and then throw it right in the... So they were encouraging you and actually saying, oh, yeah, you can do it this way, too. But you're like, your family. This, no, this and that. they were still like, Laughing you're a lunatic. No. Yes, because they're sure. No, they were thinking... Cause they, they think I'm a looney tune. Right? And my dad, sure. my dad was born at home. I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. He they wasn't. did they did cloth diapers. So you think that like you're so far off from my family you're like no, it's just different from when they when they hear cloth diapers they're thinking of cloth diapers 30 something years ago. But then when you showed them what it's like now, my dad's like, oh, that's that's totally... He even said... But they were still like, he that's said the really words, hard. He like, said, what do you do? He said, but that's totally different. I know, but okay. I guess it is all the questions. Like, well, what are you going to do when you're out, when you're whatever? And it's like, I've already done research. Yeah, I already you said know, you bring I diapers. Already... You, bring, you bring regular diapers. They said, oh, cool. Right. But it's like, oh, your family's always first worst case scenario. No, it's yes, not. Yes, it is. It's like, well, what do you do when you're like this or when this happens and blah, 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 blah. And it's like... Plant, you gotta yeah, make sure we're getting married in Montana. What if there's a blizzard? Well, then we're all gonna die, okay? At least we died happy doing what we love. Yeah, I, I agree. My family <laughs> is definitely different, but it's not like, oh, you're an idiot. It's which is what it, I have to work on, right? It's hey, like, there's a lot of things to consider in every decision, mm-hmm. you know, where your family's just like, oh, okay. And I get that it's not it's the bo- most, it's both extremes. Like your family asks zero questions. That's my, not true. My family asks too many my questions. My family asks questions, but Never. they're like... No one's ever once asked me a question in your family. <laughs> Come on. Not even how's your day going. You're such a liar. Legit. You're such a Legitimately. liar. My mom's going to listen to this and text you. How's your day going? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's because my family talks to me. So they'll be like, how's Vito doing? Mm-hmm. You know, they ask me. No, I don't, I don't need them to ask um, me questions. I was, it's a exaggeration uh-huh, uh-huh. but it's like i understand that it's not the most convenient thing and i understand that like you might have to put a little more effort into it especially learning at first but for me it's the health and the environment and the other all the other things the pros way outweigh the cons for yeah me. i mean everything you everything that you want to do is more work is added steps it's added time and all of that and the reason why diapers the way they are today exist is because it's super convenient and because the life of of a parent is very 
tiring right, and stressful. But this world's convenience I has been it. like I get the it. destruction of it as well. I'm on the same team as you. I totally understand. All I'm saying is that they've been through being parents. They know how hard it is and they want us to be good parents and healthy and get our rest and stuff. And, you know, sometimes you do trade convenience for rest because rest might be more important than the potential risk of using a diaper, which there hasn't seemed to be any serious risk, you know? Like, it's not good, the toxins that are in there. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there do you know what I'm saying, been, though? like, health issues that have been linked to... It's like, to. I would rather not fly somewhere because I don't like flying, but the convenience of getting somewhere in two hours instead of 14 is like, all right, I'll just fly, even though it's worse for the environment and I hate it. You just kind of take it sometimes. Yeah, and I get that, but still, it's going to be harder. Just for the record, I'm not disagreeing with it's you. It's just going to be harder to do things if I don't feel supported in them or I'm like being made fun of. I support you and no one's made fun of you. Nobody has made fun of you. And Come you on. and you make fun of everybody back. So don't pretend like this is a one-way street that you're just in an abusive family. I don't think I'm in an abusive verbally family. abusive family at all. I think your family is amazing. Um, I just feel like as as we go through this process, they're going to think I'm a total Looney Tune. What do you think they think of me? <laughs> this process. They already think I'm a Looney Tune. I hope so. <laughs> We're perfect for each other. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, there's been so much hype about the coronavirus and I've definitely gone through all of the stages of being like, oh, this is stupid, whatever, to being like, oh, maybe this is kind of serious to actually like listening to some really cool podcasts on it with like professionals and doing a lot of research and everything that I have heard, even from like who was the guy that was on the Rogan podcast? He's know. like from Get the Center for Disease. No, he's not from the CDC. He's from something else like that, though. Um, but he was even just talking about like the best thing that you can do is to not panic and to boost your own immune system. Uh, he was like, yeah, Germex and Purell are great to stop spreading germs, but they're not going to stop the virus because it's airborne. So... Um, everyone hoarding the purell yeah (laughs) um but it i mean those are just good hygiene practices anyways but i'm also going to post a recipe this next week on a non-toxic hand sanitizer from home that you can make that isn't full of bad things for you but boosting your own immunity is super important so at home we cut out sugar for the month of march Mm -hmm. which we're doing decent at pretty amazing at um and the guy on there also said like reducing alcohol intake sugar things like that that bacteria multiplies on um and uh and just eating healthy yeah it's really about being your healthiest self which bone broths are really good and for that helps, tons of vegetables that helps fight against coronavirus that also helps fight against every other <laughs> everything it, it helps fight against frustration irritation stress stress tiredness fatigue just yeah, like just being healthy. be healthy and then you're not gonna snap at your spouse 
Yeah. Right? Like the healthier I feel, the less irritated I get with you. Same. I feel like I've been more irritated because I just feel disgusting lately. Which, did you make your list of what you hate about me? No, because I decided I'm not going to do that. We decided that once we you got married. You said you were going to do it. I know, but how many times have you said, we're not going to play that game? Yeah, I know. But it was just like, it was funny. you do this while well, you do this. I was, like, yeah, I wasn't we're like, not gonna thinking do that. Of it like that. So I decided to be the better person here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the high road and pat oh, myself man. on the back. These last two episodes, my stock is going way down. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, the only thing I am nervous about with the virus is that just the elderly thing. Like, I have a trip planned in a few weeks. And I'm not necessarily nervous about traveling. What I would be nervous about is just being stuck in an airplane with a bunch of people. And like, if I did get it, if I brought it back to you and you gave it to your dad and he gave it to your grandpa, you know, like your grandpa's 90, he just had surgery. His health's not the greatest. That would be more of my concern than like me myself getting it. Yeah. It's a weird, this is a bizarre, bizarre time. Like schools are shutting for the, couple weeks all sports are getting shut down Mm -hmm. all across the world formula one just canceled in australia it's like are you devastated well i mean i mean yeah it all sucks like i love sports but it's it's so like this is historic this is we're gonna like they will talk about this for decades Mm -hmm. you know and it's like i think it's like what we were talking about earlier it's more like the NBA got shut down. Who cares? Like, I don't care. Whatever. But then it's like, wait a second. March Madness got canceled. The people who, like, every year, they that's their job. They're the well, janitors. Even my buddy, the, he's a beer salesman. Right? And now March Madness isn't. The NBA isn't. All these sporting events where people go out to bars to drink are not on. They're going to be staying home. A lot of these bars are closing down. So it's like, that affects the salesman for the beer. And then that affects the delivery guys who deliver the beer. And then it affects everybody. Right. You know, it's such right. a trickle It's like effect. all the people who are I work construction and we're already getting emails saying that they're going to delay postpone. the, po- yeah, postpone the pro- uh, projects because just fear, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And also it's like the thing that I was just reflecting on today is that it's um, like the schools that are shutting down so like there's schools here that are shut down and then people being affected by sporting events shutting down and there's people who don't have the privilege of just not working like the majority of people have to work to pay their bills and the majority of people don't have paid time leave or paid leave you know and now their kids are out of school who's gonna watch their kids they have to stay home from work even if like there's people whose jobs aren't shut down but now Who's going to watch their eight-year-old at home? Well, they were saying like... And uh, school uh, provides free childcare and free meals for a lot of people who need that. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Well, when you look at it too, a lot of nurses have kids. Yeah. So if these kids are home from school, well, now the nurses have to stay home. Well, now there's less nurses in hospitals. Right. So we... It's just we, like this we for giant sure don't know. ripple effect. Yeah. We're not saying that's the wrong thing to do at all. We have no idea. Right. I don't think anybody right. knows. It's just crazy i just don't think people have like taken in the impact it's gonna have on some people's life like people are gonna be evicted from their homes because they can't pay their rent 
because in, their in Italy, job got shut in down. In Italy, they canceled or they paused all mortgage payments. Right, but they would not do that in the United States. They might have to. They just might have to. And then everything that I don't know, Trump said that they were going to be like no co-pays and stuff on medical bills, which is awesome stuff. But it's like, that's why we need to rehaul our medical system. You know, like, right? Yeah. And then, I mean, there's just so many things. It's like, I think but what, that's what's like no good co-pays about this, for people who have insurance, but there's still so many people who still can't afford. Right. I mean, who knows? We'll insurance. see. But I think what I what I'm hoping for. I'm a silver lining type of guy. You want to let him out. What I'm hoping for is um, this is going to open up a lot of people's eyes. One, to realize that we need to be healthier as individuals and as a nation. Um, two, that we're all in this together. And like I think our country is just super divided and it's all about chaos and it's this person's fault it's that person's fault you know we need to be focusing on money and economy and jobs and all that stuff it's like jobs are all cool and all that's great but it's like we are we are guests on this planet like we do not we think that we're the most powerful thing on this earth it's like no the earth is the most powerful thing on this earth yeah so when a virus like this just comes and wipes through the entire planet like that it's blown up and everybody, they're everybody's gonna get it, sort of thing. It's so contagious, we can't contain it. We don't have a vaccine for it. We don't have any sort of remedy. It's like, yeah, because we're not the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. Mother Nature is. So I'm hoping that this humbles us to realize too that it's there are more important things in life than work, than money, than politics, than our opinions. You know mm-hmm. that it's like. When this stuff happens, it's like, what do you value most? And, right. you know, boil down to the relationships you have. But it's it, it's just bananas. And I think just for this country in particular, it's like, yeah, some people don't think there should be Medicare for all. Some people do. It's like, I think what we all agree on is that people, it, it, it's good. It's better when people are healthier. And mm-hmm. if 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 I can help that person get healthy and that helps me not get sick because that person's healthier then we can all agree like that's a good thing you know and we can all agree that hey maybe we're too dependent on other nations for everything Mm -hmm. so maybe maybe i'll pay a little bit more if it's made in america and if it's providing jobs yeah providing jobs and it's very well maintained and there's less disease floating on our factories or whatever it is you know it's just i think we just need I, i'm hoping that this opens people's eyes that i'm not democrat and republican i'm not left or right but hey we're american and if we just really help each other out and look at each other as neighbors and the better my neighbor is doing the better i'm doing sort of thing and the better we're doing as a country then it, it could be a real positive i'm hoping but I'm an optimist. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, yeah, I think that that would be awesome. Somebody recently reminded me, though. Um, I think it's great if a lot of people see that perspective and get that. I think it's harder when people's basic needs aren't met. So people who are like living below the poverty line, which are millions of people in the United States. 
And when you are starving and when you don't have access, there's places in the United States that people don't have access to clean water. There's huge homeless populations. There's, I don't remember the statistic, but I mean, thousands of kids starving. When those people's basic needs aren't met, there's really no silver lining. You know, well, so the I silver feel like lining is that we don't focus on that stuff because our needs as a nation are met and exceeded so easily that it's out of sight, out of mind. But right. when something like this comes through and then you're going to Costco or something and there's lines out the door and there's no more toilet paper, there's no more hand sanitizer, there's no more bottled water, and you get that inkling of like, oh crap, I might not have water. And I don't even know if Costco is going to close down or not. I have all the money in the world, but I might not have access to this stuff. Well, then you get a little bit a touch of what those people who Some are poor people do. There's still like somebody was talking about this today too. And I found it very interesting. Like I hope that people see it as unifying instead of even more dividing. Cause there are like, it doesn't turn into like an every man for himself type of deal. Cause people, when they do get panicky, it's like, screw you. I'm taking this, you know? And so as long as it doesn't turn into like that, every man for himself and that type of thing, because I think there are a lot of people who still have that mentality. Yeah. I would say as a whole, I feel like what you're saying, like that silver lining is great. You're, you're going to see a lot of every man for themselves mentality, but you're going to see even more people stepping up. Yeah. It just always happens. Mm -hmm. It always happens. People always step up. People always do the right thing. Uh, and not every person, but you'll see you'll see the upper man for themselves. You'll see people letting fear take over and letting fear run their life and then having scarcity mentality and then fighting tooth and nail for toilet paper or whatever. But you'll also see somebody who's sick and that like maybe nine people are avoiding them and the one steps up and is like, hey, let me take you to the hospital or let me do something. There's always... I don't know. I think if we're born in the image of God, and I understand we're born into a, a world of sin, but I don't know when Jesus died and came back and then went to heaven and he left us the Holy Spirit, like that lives through us. And I think that comes out when, when we're out of our own way or we're, we're, we're done thinking about like what we're supposed to be doing and you just start living. I think that Holy Spirit lives lives out more um predominantly you know when mm -hmm. it's like life or death or when it's just like brought down to your bare bones it's that's when people are more to their core i guess some people yeah well i feel like not living in fear is the big thing though because we're not called to live in fear and i mean ultimately you could be this is going to sound morbid but like you could be like freaking out going to Costco to stock up on things and you get hit by a car on the way home. Like you don't know. That could happen any day. Right. This right. life is so out of our control. So it's like, just continue to be a good person and love your neighbor as yourself and, um, and be kind. Yeah. And yeah, generous. I think the whole like arguing on Facebook and social media and like, oh, you're this, you're that. We're name calling and we're being so rude to each other and we're all neighbors. 
It's just you say we, but you're not on Facebook. Uh, well, I'm not. On, <laughs> I'm saying we to like include me on this. I don't because I'm not on that stuff. But it, this is when it's something like this where people are dying and it's nobody's control and it's not a judgmental. It's not like oh, only women are getting the disease or only a certain race or a certain religion are getting the virus. It's like no, guess what? We're all human, and this virus doesn't discriminate, and this is affecting all of us all across the world not the country the world Mm -hmm. so it's like hey we are all the same we all have different beliefs and we all have different opinions and we all think that things could go our you know the way we think it should go but really we're all the same we're all in this together and the more we work together and the more we appreciate each other the better off we are because when we're over here fighting and bickering and oh, this person's the devil or these people are the reason everything is away. It's like, okay, let's work together and let's show some appreciation and love for each other because at any moment, this can happen. Mm -hmm. And it's a rarity that it happens, but it does happen. It's happened before, plagues and flus, you know, whatever, all this stuff that's wiped out millions of people. It's happened, it happens almost cyclically. Yeah, it happens all the time. But because it hasn't happened in a while, we get comfortable and we're like, oh, yeah, no, I don't really have that worry anymore. So I'm going to worry about other stuff that doesn't really matter. But now that it's here, I'm hoping that we can all open our eyes and be like, hey, there's no need to be mean to each other. There's Mm -hmm. let's work together to make this better. Let's work together so that this never happens again. That if it does happen, that there are enough nurses, that there is enough help, that if we do need to close schools or whatever, that there's an alternative and that we can, you know, be better. But after this, if the dust falls and we're still pointing, oh, you're the reason why people died or, oh, if only we had this or whatever, it's like in, in an argumentative way instead of, hey, let's come together. Like we should drop the titles Republican and Democrat, left and right. Just, hey, you're American. I'm American. I'm running as president. I'm running for president as an American. No party. Because these parties are so, I'm sick of it. It's so dumb. We're Americans, period. And then we're citizens of the world. So it's not, oh, it's in, oh, that's in India or that's in China. That's a Chinese problem. It's like, no, those are humans with kids and parents. Just because they live over there doesn't mean that they're not the same as us. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is a weird time. Well, I think that then you just also have to remember, like, we're all God's children. We're all created in his image. Right. Um, and what you what you do to the least of us, you do to God. Right. As it mm-hmm. says in the Bible. And even, like, people, I mean, I had to get That's off. That's not just white Americans. That's the poor African child or the Indian, the Chinese mother who got the virus. We're all, what you do to the least of us, you do to me. Right. Yeah, which is why I had to... And I don't understand why people fight it. I don't get it. Oh, well, they did. Oh, well, they believe this. Or, oh, they're Muslim. doesn't matter. You love them. Mm-hmm. And you do what's right. Yeah. Oh, well, they're... they're dude, it doesn't make sense. Good Christian people will find an excuse for everything when it's like, no, you're supposed to love these people, period. Yeah. Period. 
just stop. We're supposed to help the poor. We're supposed to feed the hungry and help the sick. So stop right there. That's what Jesus said. If you're a Christian, that's it. Go with it. Oh, well, the government, we're not, the taxes shouldn't. No, just do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they're, they're in Europe and, and in Africa. Like, I don't, we need to focus on, no, no, no. Go do it. That's it. Just stop. Stop making excuses. Stop trying to like, oh, well, it also says in the Bible this. Don't, it's not what you want. You can't, you can't fudge verses around to like, oh, well, it's okay if these people get it because their ancestors sinned or whatever. And no, it's like, I don't know. I get a headache. Mm-hmm. I have a headache right now. <laughs> well, no, I agree with you. I agree with what you're saying. It's so frustrating. For sure. It is super frustrating. And I think that all we can do is um, love people and take care of ourselves, which are all things that God commanded us to do. Yeah. What was this tea we just drank? The ginger turmeric. It's pretty good. I've given it to you a couple of times. I like it. It's immunity boosting. There we go. Ginger turmeric. You know what's weird is people say turmeric. There's an extra R in there. It's turmeric, the way that it's spelled. T U R M E R I C. Turmeric, but everyone says turmeric. I say turmeric, but it's turmeric. Yeah, well. I'm gonna start saying turmeric, and when people go turmeric, turmeric, I'm gonna say it's turmeric. There's no. <laughs> yes. There's no M in there. Turmeric. Turmeric. Okay, I was saying it wrong all the time. You were saying Terminic. Like Terminator? Oh, Turmeric. And then I said Terminic. <laughs> Just pronounce Okay, Turmeric. Here's the bash all. Turmeric. What'd you do the other day? You have total pregnancy brain. Total. I left my wallet at home. You did that. I had to go drive and give it to you. Um, what'd you do again? You did something recently. Where I was like, oh boy. She's losing it. What? No, no. Okay. You just made the strongest coffee in the world the other day. Okay, but that was, I followed the directions <laughs> on the can. <laughs> so you can't be mad. He and my niece, Brooke, were like, I'm not mad oh at you. Oh my gosh. What did you do to the coffee? Liz was in a rush and she had to jump on a call for the, uh, her podcast. So she made a pot of coffee and she grabbed the cup and ran into her her room to do the interview and then i poured myself a cup and i was like i took two sips i was like this is the worst coffee i have ever tasted in my entire life and then i took another sip and i'm like why is this so bad because you've never done that you've never made bad coffee before so i'm like what is going on i'm like is it moldy what is it so i look at the i look at the the glass or whatever of the coffee and it looks like used sludgy oil motor oil and then I flipped the top open and the beans were like overflowing. <laughs> you put so many beans in the filter. And then I was like, what the heck? And then I showed your niece and I was like, bro, come look, come look at this. And, and we, so then when I got we, out of the call, they were laugh. like, we had a good laugh. Oh my gosh. What did you do to the coffee? Blah, blah, blah. Just giving me heck. And I was like, 
you guys, I followed the instruction. They're like, no way, no way. And then I proved it to them and I showed them I made the exact portion that it said how many ounces, how many tablespoons, and that's exactly what I did. Yeah, the the directions are very far off. I don't know why they put that. I don't know why they would ever put that on there. We use we use like a fourth of what they no, suggest. No, we use about half. I, I don't. I do at least a third. Okay. Yeah. Well, good to know. And a third is even sometimes too strong. Well, yeah, and then but I took a cup a of coffee in there because, because, because it, I don't even drink. I don't drink coffee every day. Right. I'll drink decaf sometimes, and I'll have a cup of regular. I, I Once maybe in a blue moon. two cups a week, maybe of regular coffee. No, less than that. But so, but I woke up so tired. I did not sleep well. I'd been up since three in the morning, tossing and turning. I had to jump on this call at eight, and so I poured myself a cup of coffee, run in the room, and. I get done with the interview and then they're giving me crap about the coffee. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, no wonder I'm sweating profusely. <laughs> my armpits and under my boobs were just so sweaty. I like was drinking and my, my heart was pounding. I was like, maybe because I haven't been drinking a lot of coffee, but this like feels strong. Like I felt like it was strong. It was. So the reason why I was laughing because there were so many beans in there that I was like, at some point, you had to have been scooping more beans in here and being like, this has to be too many. But you didn't. And you just kept putting it in there. I did kept, like stop and look it. and be like, did I count wrong? That's and I kind so of even much. almost recounted. It's, so, it was oh, it was so funny. So tonight for dinner, I made, um, I made dinner. And then I realized, so I made this like quinoa spaghetti and this chicken dish. And then I'm dishing up and I realize I didn't make a vegetable at all. And I'm like, I've never not made a vegetable for dinner. We always have a vegetable with dinner. So I have these, um, since dinner's already ready, we have these, like, at Costco, you can buy these organic broccoli steam bags. And I usually just bake them or put them on the stove because mm-hmm. I don't like using the microwave very much. <laughs> and But I was like, okay, I'll just microwave this broccoli and we can eat that. And so then I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll serve dinner. Vito was at home. So it was me, my niece, Brooke and her daughter, Elizabeth. And so we dish up and then the, the broccoli's in the microwave. I'm like, all right, I'll put the broccoli in the microwave and we can have some of that in a, in a minute. We completely finish eating din- dinner and cleaning up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the broccoli's still in the microwave. <laughs> I completely forgot about it. And I was, cause I, always have a veggie with dinner always mm-hmm. and i was like how i add a veggie to every meal and so i'm like how did i miss this those apps were saying though you're gonna start getting pregnancy brain right and there's like no explanation for yeah, it it's so, so funny i'm excited it's definitely weird i'm excited i'm excited it's very too. interesting yeah but one yeah I just feel like I don't feel that pregnant and that's what's hard is because I feel like I'm just gaining weight and I look like a giant, but I'm not pregnant. Well, you're definitely pregnant. Yeah. And you're definitely sexy. Oh, thanks, babe. So I don't think you look like a giant at all. But I also feel like you're getting back into your work routine so you've been working a lot around the house, but like waking up earlier to like adjust your body. Mm-hmm. And then you're busy and I'm busy and we haven't been like connecting as much. 
Yeah. That's true. How do we connect more during your work? Oh, well, we don't season? have sex as much either. Well, that's what I meant by connect. I was oh. just <laughs> saying it that way. I mean, yeah, way less than usual. Yeah. Way less. Not good. Like twice a week. Not enough. No. So. Um, I don't know. I think uh, the problem is I work all day and then I'm going to come home and work on the house. And then it's just going to be chaos from now on. It's just going to be having to put some things that need to be done on the back burner. Oh, no, but not me. No, not you. You need to be done. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the front burner, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just because, I mean, it is hard. Like, I feel like during your off season, it's so nice because it's like afternoon delight. You know? Do you know the words to that song? All I know is broom. Boop. Vito could sing the whole song for you. But, um, and I'm not a huge fan of right before bed sex. And I'm not a huge fan of morning sex. I know, which is. But so you wouldn't stupid. be up. I wake up at five. Well, yeah, before yeah. you go to work, no. But I mean, during off season. No, it's so gross because our breath smells and it's just you like You can stale. go brush your teeth and then. No, that's no longer. No, because then, the, then you're up for the day. Once you brush your teeth, you're not going to go lay back and down in bed. Yeah, but you always that's have to like, get up to pee anyways. Right. So I go pee and then I go back to sleep. Okay. Um... So, yeah, I just feel like... I mean, we did it last year. This year, we just have some no, added No, we didn't. Stuff. Oh, yeah, we were married last last summer. Yeah, last year when you were working. Well, now we're working on the house, and you're pregnant, and just chaos. And I have the job at the hospital, so yeah. I have odd hours. Oh, boy. So, we'll figure it out. Maybe the listeners, do you guys have any suggestions of how to... Have sex while you're busy? We could use some tips. How do you get busy while you're staying busy? <laughs> yeah. Um, I know this doesn't sound romantic at all, but um, my sister told me that they would have basically a sex schedule. Oh, forget that. No, but it's it, like when they were so busy and it's like, okay, it's Tuesday night, it's Friday night, and then they go in bed and they're like, oh, but I'm so tired. And it's like, me too, but we got to do it. And then they always felt better. Because you're going to go every night being I guess. like, that just seems I'm so, just so sad. Tired. I'm just so tired. I get it. I like it. I get it. I didn't like it. You but it just seems, like it. it seems sad. It seems necessary. It seems forced. Sometimes. Yeah, well, it should, which it is. It is. It's a. Yeah, it's but then a necessary as soon as thing you get to be done. Into it, you're like, oh, I'm so glad we did this. Right, but I like. I just want. I want. I want you to want me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I need. You know. You to need me. But sometimes just getting it done really does help. So get her done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we could use your tips. Babe, that sounded so dirty in the context. <laughs> you can't, you can't say that. No, it, it's not until you make a comment. No, 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 no. We're Babe, talking about you're sex. A guy. You're, we're talking about sex. That didn't even come to my we're mind. We're talking about sex, and all of a sudden you're like, "Yeah, so we need your tips." 
my mom's listening saying like what like stripping <laughs> tips for what <laughs> no she's listening and playing like sudoku or words of the friends at the same time maybe so she's hardly listening <laughs> what up connie what up um we need your tips unbelievable so yeah any suggestions we will take uh to figure it out so maybe that can be our question for next week how to get, get busy. busy while you're busy in life yeah yeah babe i'm so tired me too let's go to bed okay thank you guys so much for listening we love you so much and we will talk to you next week enjoy your saint patrick's day yeah happy saint patty's day we will just be having a normal day over here <laughs> yeah tomorrow's saint patrick's day no tuesday like next tuesday yeah oh i'll be working all right guys we love you bye bye